Starting and sustaining a business is hard. Whether you're just beginning or have been at it for a while and need a pick-me-up, you're about to get exactly what you need. Welcome to Go For It. Your host is Joe Hausman. Today, you'll hear stories from others on how to keep going and laugh while you learn. Here is your host, Joe Hausman. Hello, 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 and welcome to my show, Go For It. This is Joe Hosman. Hey, I'm back with you today. I am so appreciative of every time you guys come back and listen to my show each and every week. And you know what? I know it has given you guys great influence and great love and abundance in your life because of the text, emails, and phone calls that I get. And I so appreciate each and every one of you, but I also appreciate my guest experts. And today is no different. But remember, I want to talk a little bit about I am your go-for-it celebrity business and life coach. And I'm also a speaker. And you know what? Did you know I'm also a voiceover artist? How cool is that, huh? An international best-selling author. I brand myself as a celebrity business coach. And what that means is I help people start home-based businesses, but I also help them find the media outlets so they can promote their business, right? Isn't that what it's all about? That's why I have this radio show. And that's what I love about my radio show. I am able to help promote because I love networking. I love to network my guests. I love to network people to get their name out there, to get their business out there. That's one of the greatest joys in my life. So, and you know what? So exciting is my past and my present clients are loving it. They're loving the exposure they're finding through the different media outlets. So, and if you go to joehosman.com, I do have a free download of the secrets to realizing your dreams. All you have to do is put in your email and that download is all yours. And then you can start realizing your dreams. Now, today is no different realizing our dreams because my wonderful guest expert is Libby Murdoch. She's living her dream and she can also help you live yours. A little bit about Libby. Well, I have to tell you. She is one dynamic businesswoman. She, Libby Murdoch, is a licensed professional counselor. Whoa. And a licensed clinical addiction specialist, certified clinical trauma professional, and a certified in choice theory and reality therapy. She has a thriving online counseling practice serving clients internationally and in Ohio and North Carolina. Additionally, Libby holds a certificate in traumatic stress studies from, and I hope I say this right, Bessel van der Kolk's Trauma Center at the Justice Resource Institute in Boston. She has also studied relational neuroscience and relational cultural theory at Wellesley College and St. Scholastica. Libby is a lifelong learner. Oh, isn't that the truth? We all need to be that. And since receiving her master's in clinical mental health counseling from Xavier University in 2014, she has received instruction from prestigious educators and clinicians at the cutting edge of neuroscience and treatment, including, but not limited to, Bessel van der Kolk, Dan Siegel, Rick Hansen, Stefan Porges, Amy Banks, Vittorio Galilis, I hope I said that right, Antonio Damasio, Alan Shore, and Peter Levine. Libby has a gift for synthesizing complex concepts in neuroscience and making them accessible for any audience. In addition to being a clinical counselor, Libby Murdoch is also a public speaker and trainer, training for organizations, associations, and corporations to empower them through entertaining education on brain science. I can't wait to hear this today. This is going to be good. She specializes in the neuroscience of topics such as self-care, relationships, trauma, and addiction. In addition to her credentials and qualifications, Libby is a published author as well and a public speaker and trainer. As a professional, Libby approaches 
far different than most. She focuses on mental wellness, not mental illness. I love that. Her work involves taking those she serves on a journey of self-care and healing, which results in releasing their limiting belief systems from parts of their brain that don't direct have direct thought control of via brain-based intervention, interventions such as EMDR. I will tell you, I cannot wait to hear all this information from Libby. This is going to be great. And then she also aids her clients in maximizing their success and productivity in their personal lives and businesses by harnessing the brain's ability to transform at any age and through self-care. Libby Murdoch, welcome to my show. Go for it. Yes, thank you for having me today. And I, too, would just like to start uh, with a moment of gratitude for all the listeners this morning. They could literally be anywhere doing anything and they're here with us today, so I just really appreciate them. Amen to that. They are. They are. I have such wonderful listeners. It is great. And you know what, Libby? I'm excited to get your uh, get your information out there. I will tell you, I'm not sure if I'm worthy of all the of what how. I mean, this takes a lot of research, especially the neuroscience. And one thing about Libby is it. it um, inspired me because I did study a lot about that. And when I was in college back in my um, uh, undergraduate study, but it's been a while since I've done it. So when she's talking about that, I'm like, oh, I kind of got excited again because now I'm kind of going back to that same test or um, training that I did. So Libby, tell, tell the audience a little bit about you. Yes, that is exactly what I love, too, when the passion that I have for this knowledge and information um, is kind of like a contagion. You know, you were just talking about that, but, you know, you gave me a fabulous introduction. Thank you for all of that. You know, obviously, I have a number of different credentials that allows me to do the work that I'm doing, um, but, you know, one of my business mentors, you know, not being uh, a business person, I have, you know specifically gone and gotten some different business trainings now that I'm an entrepreneur and business owner. And one of my mentors always says, um, your own story is your own best testimonial. So Mm -hmm. I just want to step into vulnerability for a second and kind of share with everyone a little bit about my journey. So like you said, I am a licensed professional counselor. Um, I am a clinical addiction specialist. I'm also uh, a certified clinical trauma professional. Uh, Trauma and the brain are really my areas of expertise, Um, but I've also learned a lot about the neuroscience, like I said, of self-care, relationships, um, as well as addiction. So me personally, um, this year, my husband, who is active duty, deployed. And so there were a lot of changes in my life, um, including moving back home. And so as a part of that journey, I realized that it was really going to be time for me to start practicing what I preach in terms of self-care. So when I came home, you know, I kind of committed to myself. I made some really positive lifestyle changes in terms of uh, making my own health and wellness a priority, working out. I found myself an EMDR counselor. Um, That is actually one of the brain-based methods that I'm trained in, and I believe we're going to talk about that a little later on. Um, But so, you know, changed my nutrition, all of these things started taking better care of other relationships in my life because even though, you know, I really want to be close with my husband and he's deployed, uh, you know, I needed to take care of those other relationships that could help sustain me uh, while he was away. And so what I found through that journey of self-care, through that journey of healing, was that I was actually able to maximize my success, my productivity, 
and my happiness in ways that I had not been able to do before. Um, so kind of just having this realization, uh, you know, that self-care, it, it's not just something we should do. It's actually something that's essential, uh, not only to our survival, but in being successful. Um, so that's just a little bit about me and my journey uh, so far. Well, thank you for that, Libby. And, you know, thank thank your husband. Thank your husband for his service because that is such a great, um, great service that he is doing for all of us. So thank him again. I know it's tough on you and may probably tough on the family for him to be gone, but what a noble gesture. And, you know, just thank him again for um everything he's done and thank you Definitely. because it does it yeah. you know our and, our own story is what actually will put us out there and exactly. it'd be our greatest testimony yeah yeah so congratulations and, you know, like I said even though I miss him and I love him dearly for me it was such a huge accomplishment to have you know in a sense created this happiness to the point of, you know, feeling better, feeling more productive, feeling more successful than when my life partner was here next to me. And so really I say that to just kind of highlight uh, the power of what can happen when we take not only good care of ourselves, but good care of our relationships. Amen to that. I, I highly agree. And you know what? He's going to come back and you're going to be stronger and bolder than ever. And he is, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I, I realize he's already proud of you, but when you guys see each other, I know he'll be extremely proud. I know I'm proud of you. So Libby, let's really well, get into you. like, what services do you offer? So when you have an ideal client, for instance, what kind of services do you offer for them? So um, I have a couple of different ideal clients. Being that I'm a speaker and a trainer, um, ideal clients in that arena are organizations, associations, corporations who really want to empower those um, that, you know, are a part of those spaces uh, through education. You know, that's kind of a central theme through my work is empowerment through education, uh, not just in my street, my uh, training and speaking, but also in my work, uh, my direct clinical work uh, with individuals. Um, when I do presentations and training, again, I'm speaking on uh typically neuroscience of topics like self-care, relationships, trauma, and addiction. So, um, you know, those are all areas, again, and it's interesting how those relate so closely with our personal life and our business um, Mm. because truly life and business are are all about relationships. Um, So something I really focus on when I'm creating a presentation or when I'm giving a speech is that, uh, again, my speeches are educational they're entertaining, they're motivational, and they're empowering. I really want the audience to um, be able to feel the passion that I have for this knowledge and information and how it can really create transformation in their lives and the lives of those that they interact with and serve. Because sometimes I'm also training other uh, frontline service workers in the work that I do. I actually just had a really exciting opportunity this past Friday, got to work with one of our local court systems and train them on the neuroscience of trauma and addiction. So it's really cool how this um, information is literally changing the way that we approach, uh, you know, helping people. So that's wonderful. And what great of, opportunities you, know, my, you have. Yeah. Sorry about definitely. that. I said like, what great opportunities you have. That's fantastic. 
Yeah, so much fun and really something that I've been working towards. And so, you know, my ideal client in terms of uh, clinical work would be, you know, I love working with entrepreneurs. I love working with creative minds. I love working with people who are highly motivated um, and passionate about what they do. And why that really makes sense and how that comes together is, that the work that I do is all about transformation. I'm a fellow traveler on the road of life, and so I truly believe in mutuality um, when I'm serving someone in a clinical sense. So, you know, we're learning from each other. Um, we're helping each other grow in those ways. And, and so that is, you know, part of a way that, that my approach is, is different from other people. But, again, my goal is focused on helping them raise awareness of what their current self-care practices are, um, helping them to identify how they can start making some positive changes. So looking at it from a holistic perspective, what are we doing to take care of our mind? What are we doing to take care of our body? Building those things into our daily routines, because again, this is not just something that we should do. It's actually something that's necessary for our survival and for our wellness. Um, and the other piece of the clinical work that I'm doing is helping people to uh, release limiting belief systems. So cool thing about the brain is that it's actually designed to be influenced or shaped by the environment and relationships that we find ourselves in. And so um, I know we're going to talk a little later on exactly how limiting belief systems form. Um, but again, the work that I do as part of that journey, that self-care journey, is actually to release um, any limiting belief systems that could be holding us back. Because a lot of times we think that experiences or beliefs that we've held about ourselves are kind of tucked away in the back of our mind and that they're not playing out in our lives when in reality they, they're playing out every day in ways mm -hmm. that, that we're not really recognizing. Exactly. And so that's I, a little you know, bit about the work that I do and the services that I offer. Perfect. And those limiting self-beliefs, that is such a big thing because I love how you said that, that we it's designed and influenced by the environment that we're in. It really is. You know, if we're around a lot of negative people, we're, and we're, we won't get into this all right now, but it's just, yeah, I could talk about that for hours. So I'm glad we're going to talk about that. No, let's, we have about three minutes until break. So let's talk, uh, just give, do you have like a couple examples of what you can teach people to overcome some of their um, negative, you know, and that they try to transform their lives into a positive. Do you have a couple examples of that? Totally. And, and I think, again, it's all about the education, right? Because mm -hmm. when we begin to understand, like, how and why our brain is designed, um, it creates a sense of compassion, like, not just for ourselves, but for literally everyone. Um, and it's interesting to know, you know, in thinking about the negativity, our brain actually has a built-in negativity bias. Um, why is that? Well, that's because our brain's number one job is to help us survive. And so if you think about where we came from, it's more important to remember where the saber-toothed tiger is that ate your friend than where the flowers are that look nice and smell pretty. And so this negativity bias that we have is for our survival, but unfortunately sometimes that works against us in the current world that we live in. Because when we have negative experiences, our brain holds very tightly to those, especially if they're really negative experiences. And what can end up happening is when we go into new situations, our brain may actually end up sending us a signal that says this isn't safe, this isn't good, when in reality 
it's, it's a neutral situation. It's not good or bad. And that's our brain trying to protect us again, but it can play out in a way um, that's really detrimental to our ability to function. So I think one of the ways to overcome that, um, like you were asking about, would be to practice gratitude. Gratitude is actually um, a social emotion. And anytime we're focusing on what we're grateful for, we are actually uh, creating new connections in our brain so that we're overcoming that built-in negativity bias. We're, we're building connections in our brain that allow us to look for what's going right in the world versus what's not going right in the world. That's right. And, you know, it's funny. I just talked about I, I go to Toastmasters, and so I go at like 630 in the morning here. And that is exactly what I just talked about this morning, especially – well, it doesn't matter what time of life you're in. You know, you need to practice that attitude of gratitude. Like Brian Tracy says, develop an attitude of gratitude. Say thank you to everyone you meet for everything they do for you. And so, Libby, we're going to come back after break. And when we come back after break, you know, we're going to talk about one of my favorite subjects, and that is limiting self-beliefs. But to find Libby, go to Facebook. So it's facebook.com forward slash brain-based counseling, or just Google her name. And then her name comes up, and then the brain-based counseling comes up too. But it's Facebook facebook.com forward slash brain-based counseling. And if you have any questions for the show, would love to have you call in and ask questions. Do you see how intelligent Libby is? Oh my gosh. I am like in awe of her intelligence and everything that she does for a young gal. And it doesn't matter what age you are. You are just so involved and so energetic. And you know what? You have a passion for what you do. So ladies and gentlemen, if you have questions for the show, give us a call at one 866 Four seven two five seven nine zero. Would love to have you call and ask questions of us, or email me Joe at joehosman.com. Or some of you, you also text me, and I appreciate those as well because I also talk about those on air. So, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after break, and we'll be right back with Libby. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. I've got a special offer just for listeners of Go For It. Visit joehosman.com today and get a 20% discount off of my most popular three-month coaching package. This is a $1,500 value. This discount coupon is available only on my website joehosman.com where you can also get information about other services like strategy sessions, my book, coaching, and training programs. Also support for the radio show and much more. Don't wait. Check out joehosman.com for the special offer today. If you are looking for a dynamic speaker for your organization or event, I would love to speak at your venue. Hi, I'm Joe Hosman, the host of Go For It on Voice America. My topics range from starting your own virtual assistant business to living a triumphant life. Right now, one of my most popular topics is from my Women Empowerment series about support for today's women-built businesses and women in leadership. Visit my website, joehosman.com, or call 605-941-7969 for more information. Again, that's joehosman.com or 605-941-7969. We're always talking business. 
talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Go For It. To reach Joe Hausman with a comment or question about the show, please send an email to joe at joehausman.com. That's J-O at joehausman.com. Now back to Go For It. Welcome back to my show, Go For It. Hey, th- ladies and gentlemen, thanks for coming back. Do you Have you been listening to this awesome show? Libby Murdoch is my guest expert today. She is giving us great information. I am learning so much from her. And Libby, before the break, we were talking about, you know, basically transformation, uh, the way we think, our, you know, our influences. So let's talk about that now. And I know you talk about mind wellness versus mind illness, but why is it important for people to know about their brains? Because I know some days I think, what is going on in my brain? I know. And it's just like how, you know, we wonder how we think, we wonder how we go, but what is it about our brains that make us unique wellness versus illness? Totally. And this is a topic that I love to talk about. It's so interesting to me that as you know, we're growing up and we're learning all sorts of things. One of the things that they kind of skip over is how our brain works, right? And this mm-hmm. is a really important organ that we have. It's essential in creating our experience. Um, so I think it's really important that people understand uh, how the brain works and why it's designed to work the way that it does. And um, I think, you know, before we went to break, I briefly mentioned that what I find is when I begin to educate people, as to how and why the brain was designed it, the way that it was and then how that actually works, it creates this sense of compassion, not only for themselves, but for everyone they interact with. There's a really beautiful quote that I think um, highlights the importance of the compassion that's created when, when we begin to educate people, um, and it's from A.H. Almas, and the quote says, it is only when compassion is present that people will allow themselves to see the truth. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we all know, well, I hope we all are going to know, right, that our brain is shaped by and for the environment and relationships that we find ourselves in. And so when we begin to understand that, again, we can have compassion to look at ourselves and to be able to acknowledge maybe some of those tough experiences um, that have created those survival skills, which may be getting in the way of how we are in our relationships in our personal life, or may even be getting in the way of our relationships when we're doing business. Um, because again, it's all about survival. Our brain's number one job is to help us survive. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think, you know, it's really important for people to understand uh, the brain systems that they have um, and I think, too, you know, in talking about transformation, so in segueing to that piece, I always start with the silver lining. When I'm doing a training, when I'm teaching my clients about their brain, the fact of the matter is, is that we used to think you could not teach an old dog new tricks. Well, the research is in, technology has come a long way, and we can actually see inside our brain now. And what mm-hmm. we now know that we didn't know before is that at any age, no matter how old we are, our brain is capable of massive transformation. So three types of brain change that can take place. I'm going to overview those with you now. 
The first is that at any age, no matter how old we are, our brain has the ability to grow entirely new networks. We call that neurogenesis. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's just a fancy Hmm. word for, again, at any age, we can learn a new skill. We can learn a new language. Um, We can learn how to ride a bike, right? That's neurogenesis. So the second type of brain change that we have is neuroplasticity. And that's just a fancy way to say we can change networks that already exist in our brain. This is extremely important when we think about healing from adversity or trauma. So some of those um, experiences that may have actually caused those limiting belief systems to form, uh, we can actually alter those networks once they've been altered by the bad experience. Also important when it comes to uh, recovery from addiction, because again, we can change networks that have been changed by the disease of addiction. So this, this is a really cool piece. And if we're doing good clinical work, I believe that we should be harnessing the power of both. We should be helping people to grow new networks, and we should also be helping our, our clients or those that we serve or educate um, to change existing networks in the brain. Mm-hmm. It's actually really cool to know that all of your listeners today, by the time this show ends, they will have a different brain than they started with when they started listening to the show. Really? The that's really cool. I know, right? So well, yeah, the third that's awesome. And final type of brain change is actually the fact that um, if we don't use it, we lose it. Um, so, again, really good when it comes to bad habits like nail biting um, or substance use. When we don't use those networks, when we stop doing those behaviors, if we could watch the brain over time, we would literally see the connections begin to shrink down and die out, or what we call atrophy. Um, so again, this is awesome when it comes to like bad habits, probably not so good when it comes to my high school math skills, because I, mm-hmm. I really try not to practice math in public anymore. But <laughs> <laughs> Well, and I was going to say, this is so interesting to me, because you know, even at my age, I'm thinking, I don't remember quite as well as I used to. But the thing is, I, I like it that, you know, we can always learn new skills. We can always learn new ideas. Now, what I've trained myself to do is always think positive. I, I try not to be an uh, opt. I'm, I'm optimistic. I try not to be pessimistic. But that I had to teach myself in my, you know, uh, later, well, not later years, I'm not old, but, you know, when I got older as an adult and we just seem to wonder, like, is it easy? No, it's not easy. But if you want something to do, I mean, that is something you really need to do is I feel positive energy, positive thoughts. And I love the fact that heal from adversity and trauma. What a gift. Because mm-hmm. there's so many yeah. people that have adversity and trauma in their lives. And if you can help them heal from that, I mean, right there, that is a gift. And knowing I mean, that's why I always start with the silver lining, you know, because all of mm-hmm. this is about hope, you know, and when we can educate people, we're empowering them, we're giving them a sense of hope, like it is possible to change. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It's a, uh, it really is. It's and people need and crave hope in their life. They yeah. really do. And, and if, you know, and you give that silver lining, that's about- fantastic. Totally. You were talking about how you literally had to like work at building that positivity. And that's really interesting that you say that because you're highlighting another concept in neuroscience without even knowing it. Repetition 
equals stronger, longer-lasting connection. So um, there's what we call Hebb's axiom, what fires together, wires together. So every time we have a, a thought, uh, that creates a new connection in our, our brain. And every time we have that thought again, it strengthens that connection. And over time, those repetitions actually lead to the growth of a network. So literally, Joe, you spent time repeating, you know, pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone to say, I'm going to see the positive in this situation. And so over time, you've literally built a new network in your brain, so neurogenesis, for being positive and looking for what's going well versus what's not going well. Perfect. And so what did you say about repetition? I just uh, go back to that. Repetition does what? Because I'm writing this down, by the way. (laughs) So uh, another easier way to say it is what fires together, wires together. So repetition equals, yes, stronger, longer lasting connections. So every time we repeat a behavior, we're actually creating more connections. And over time, that equals a neuronal network. Um, and, and that's why we're creatures of habit, because we have all of these networks in our brain were habits that we've done before. And again, talking about having a sense of compassion for those people who find themselves in uh, patterns of behavior that aren't serving them well, we can look at ourselves and say, the reason why I continue to do that, even though it doesn't work out for me, is because I literally have a well-developed neuronal network for this behavior. And again, the hope and the silver lining that comes in there is if we don't like that, like you said, we can be very intentional about changing it. Mm-hmm. And very intentional is what I had to do. Now, I have a little bit of exciting news for you, Libby. I have a caller on the line. Uh, her name Yay! is Linda. Yeah, and she has okay. a question. So, Linda, welcome to my show. Go for it. Well, good morning, Joe. Good morning, Libby. Good morning, Linda. Thanks for calling in. All I can say right now is, wow. You Isn't are something she? else. Mm-hmm. I love all the information that you're giving. And again, I want to put a diddle behind Joe's comment of thanking your husband for his service and thank you for your supporting him. Um, I am really indebted to our military. Um, I love to decorate my house with all kinds of flags. So anyway, I just want to say thank you first. I don't want to get off track. I don't want to take up too much of your time. That well, means Linda, so thank much. you so thank much. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway... What you're saying is self-care is huge, and I have been learning that. And so I'm glad to hear that again. Um, You know, I I liked your comment about being thankful, and that's huge, too. You know, just like I thank Mm -hmm. you for, you know, what you, your husband is doing, and you're supporting him, and you taking life by the reins um, on your own, um, but yet having this void in your life, really. Um, but anyway, thank you. I, uh, I was just wondering how it's not all the time, but yet I have a tendency to feel like I live around negativity. How can I mm, not let that bother me? It's not all the time, Libby. It's not all the time, but I don't want to come away from it you know, sarcastic and bullying. I just want to know how to deal with it. What kind of a comeback can I 
say in a nice way that, do you have an answer for that? Yes, I definitely have um, some suggestions. And the first thing I would say is don't yourself up if you leave a very negative space feeling negative because that's how our brain was designed. We literally Mm -hmm. have uh, these things called mirror neurons. And because we're Mm -hmm. social creatures, we, like, need these to interface with other people. Mirror neurons, and and you've probably, like, you know your mirror neurons well, but you wouldn't know it. So, like, if you've ever been watching TV and you're, like, watching a wedding or a really sad movie and all of a sudden you just find yourself crying, that's your Mm -hmm. mirror neurons. So when you're in that negative environment around those negative people, your mirror neurons are picking up on that negativity, and that's what you're taking on. So I would say when leaving a situation like that, maybe doing some sort of meditation or um, some sort of exercise where you're literally, um, you know, getting that energy Mm -hmm. out and away. And you may actually physically kind of push the energy and say, I'm leaving this energy here. Um, mm-hmm. Because you know you don't want to take that with you. It sounds like no, and and no, that's an important way to be able to close ourselves down after we've had a really negative or dysregulating experience. Is to then mm-hmm. do something for us to say, okay, mm-hmm. now I'm going to re-regulate myself. Or another yeah. recommendation I would have is then to take yourself to a place where it's really positive. Go connect okay. with people who share mm-hmm. your passions. Um, because we actually, from a very early age, learn how to regulate through our relationships with others. And my mm-hmm. belief is that we never stop regulating through relationships. So when mm-hmm. I'm having those really tough days uh, where I really just want my hubby home, it's good yeah. to be able to go and, and spend time with a friend who also really enjoys the brain and so we can get really geeky together. Or maybe just call a girlfriend and go to the mall and focus on mm-hmm. something different. Um, so to connect. Mm-hmm in a different way um, so that I can leave the negativity somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that, okay, thank you. I, uh, you know, one, one more thing is um, how to deal with um, others when they really don't even realize that they're portraying a negativity on me or others. That's just the way totally. they are. Yes, there's a really wonderful video that I would love to recommend. Brene Brown is awesome. She's like my spirit animal. She has a really great video on empathy, and it's just like a four-minute video. I would recommend watching that because that could be a way for you to begin to respond to these negative people is with Mm -hmm. some empathy. Um, And there's a little tool that we use in my work. It's called Reflect, Honor, Connect. So we reflect back to the person what they've Uh said. So we're not agreeing with it. We're just reflecting right. it. We're, we're turning into a mirror, right, so uh-huh. that they okay. can begin to see how they're putting themselves out there. Right. And then we honor them. We thank them for sharing. Um, you know, we thank them for sharing something that was probably difficult for them to share. And then we right. have some sort of connection with them. So, again, maybe it's uh, changing mm-hmm. what That's you're good. doing and doing something different. Um, but we Very find good. a way to connect with them, even if it's just kind of spending a moment, you know, and that's up for you to decide how long am I willing to sit with this person and these negative feelings. But mm-hmm. a lot of times, that's actually what helps people to feel better is connection. Sure. It's not what we're going to say. It's the fact that we're willing to be with them in a tough moment and know we can't change it and be willing to right. sit in that vulnerability with them. Yeah, because it doesn't help to 
debate or argue. It doesn't precisely help because, huh? What's that? Because then they're then they're on the defensive. You know, it's like That's, I said before. Yeah. It's only when compassion is present that people will allow themselves yeah. to see the truth. Uh huh. Because they don't see it my way, and so they think I'm looking at tigers. You know. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So anyway, I appreciate your help. Uh, Yes, no um, problem. You are, you know, I just, you were talking about thankfulness, and I just got to quick tell this story. It's it's just cute. My little grandson, he's five years old. This morning he's sick. He couldn't go to school, and he's he's vomiting. And the third time he looks up at his mom and says, Mom, I'm thankful for that because it gets out of my tummy. (laughs) Oh, how sweet is that? <laughs> yes, I'm thankful, Mom. <laughs> the innocence well, of children, I love it. Talk to you. Well, and that's really interesting, you. too. He's hitting on neuroscience without even knowing it as well. Oh, he is. I'm thankful to vomit. That is, that's one for the records. But anyway, I had to share that. But um, well, yes. thank you, Libby. Th- I appreciate it. I took down all these notes, so it'll uh, it'll it'll change things. Yeah, and thank you, I Linda. We have about one so. minute until break, so thank you, Linda, oh, so much, I'm and thank you for I that final note long. of your grandson. <laughs> that yeah. is a, you know, love to hear about how children are grateful too. And Libby, I mean, what great information you gave. And I'm, I'm also going to look up that. And I'm assuming this Brene is on YouTube for on that video on empathy. Yeah, so, ladies is. and gentlemen, yes, that's a great video. Perfect. Well, we'll be right back after break. And if you guys are, if you have more questions for the show, give us a call at 1-866-472-5790. Linda, thank you so much for calling in. You have great insight and great questions. And then also, if you want to find Libby on Facebook, it is facebook.com forward slash brain based counseling, or just look up her name, Libby Murdoch. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you are looking for a dynamic speaker for your organization or event, I would love to speak at your venue. Hi, I'm Joe Hosman, the host of Go For It on Voice America. My topics range from starting your own virtual assistant business to living a triumphant life. Right now, one of my most popular topics is from my Women Empowerment series about support for today's women-built businesses and women in leadership. Visit my website, joehosman.com, or call 605-941-7969 for more information. Again, that's joehosman.com or 605-941-7969. I've got a special offer just for listeners of Go For It. Visit joehosman.com today and get a 20% discount off of my most popular three-month coaching package. This is a $1,500 value. This discount coupon is available only on my website, joehosman.com, where you can also get information about other services like strategy sessions, my book, coaching, and training programs. Also support for the radio show and much more. Don't wait. Check out joehosman.com for the special offer today. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. 
Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Go For It. To reach Joe Hausman with a comment or question about the show, please send an email to joe at joehausman.com. That's J-O at joehausman.com. Now back to Go For It. Welcome back to Go For It, my show here on Voice America. Ladies and gentlemen, what a great show so far. And we want to follow up a little bit from, we had Linda call in with a question, but also she she gave a beautiful tribute to her grandson who was five that right before, right before, um, or this morning, I guess he was, had been vomiting, but he was grateful to his mom for getting it out of his tummy. So Libby, you have something um, brain-based uh, based on that, don't you? Yes, yes. So I was actually kind of giggling to myself because this is a really interesting example. Um, but so our body, we have our autonomic nervous system. That is our entire body. But then that breaks down into two other uh, parts of our nervous system. So our sympathetic and parasympathetic. And our parasympathetic is what's online when we're just relaxing and digesting. So you're sitting at home in your recliner and you're watching your favorite television show. Your parasympathetic uh, part of your nervous system is online. That's the one part of your nervous system that you have more control over. And then we have our sympathetic nervous system, which is designed for, again, related to that survival piece. So that's our fight, flight, freeze part of our brain. Um, And so our vagus nerve actually has the power to activate both of those and take us uh, back and forth. And our vagus nerve is really cool because it runs through all parts of our brain and body. So um, if we are talking about our brain, you know, and how that's set up, we have our spinal cord, we have the brain stem, we have the midbrain, and then we have the cortex. And the cortex is actually the only part of our brains that we have direct thought control of. The rest mm-hmm. that's below that is beyond direct thought control. So that vagus nerve runs down in between the left and right hemisphere of the cortex, down through the midbrain, the brainstem, uh, the spinal cord, and actually into our body. So, again, everyone's really familiar with their vagus nerve, and they don't know it. An example of how it turns on the fight-flight-freeze, if you've ever just been driving down the highway, do-do-do-do, kind of minding your own business, and you look in your rearview mirror, there's a cop behind you. Suddenly, you feel like a criminal, this is your vagus nerve, right? But that Mm -hmm. vagus nerve also has the power to put us back in that part of our central nervous system, that relax and digest part. And that's what her grandson did this morning. So one of the ways that we can switch is actually to vomit. Uh, Lots of things will cause a shift in the vagus nerve, though. Eye contact, stays touch with someone that we care about, water, so like taking a hot shower or a hot bath, Um, exercise can also cause a shift in that vagus nerve. But that was just a cute little example of (laughs) that was adorable. Feeling better. That was so adorable. Yeah, I hope he so. feels better, but that was adorable how he said he, he was grac- grat- had gratitude for that. So let's get on to, because this has been such a fantastic show, I really also want to know about how do, limiting belief system, how do limiting belief systems form, which we talked about that a little bit, but how do we get rid of them? I mean, that's what totally. always like my biggest thing. Yes, yes. So first I'll get a little more in-depth on how they form, because that really has to inform how we release them. 
So um, our limiting belief systems, first we have to talk about the types of memory that we have. So we have two different types of memory. We have implicit memory. That's memory that's housed in our body, memory that we don't have language for. And implicit memory actually comes online sometime while we're developing in our mommy's bellies. So we have implicit memory very, very early on in our development. So explicit memory is the other type of memory. That's actually language-based memory. So like last night for dinner, I had a slice of pizza. That's explicit memory. And explicit memory begins to come online as we're developing language. So it's when the two merge together. So we already had that implicit memory online, but then we start to develop the language and the explicit comes online. So we have the two coming together. So again, early in our development, as those two come together, we form our belief systems. Now, remembering what I said earlier in the show, that our brains are designed to be shaped by and for the environment and relationships we find ourselves in, that means for some of us, our limiting belief systems are adaptive, right? They allow us to lead happy, healthy lives. But for some of us, unfortunately, the environment or the relationships that we found ourselves in um, created a situation where we were exposed to um, adversity and we were maybe left with some maladaptive belief systems. So belief systems that are limiting, they don't serve us well. Um, And again, these belief systems, you know, I have to kind of clarify again, the word belief would somehow lead you to think that this, oh, must be in the uh, thought regions of my brain, you know, the part of my brain that I have direct thought control of. But in reality, um, especially if those belief systems were formed due to a traumatic experience, those are going to be housed in the non-thought regions of the brain. So, yes, affirmations are awesome. You are going to grow new networks, um, you know, for those affirmations that you're doing, especially if you're doing them regularly. However, if we really want to release those limiting belief systems, we've got to do something that's actually going to stimulate the non-thought regions of the brain, which is why I decided to become uh, trained in EMDR. EMDR is eye movement, desensitization, and reprocessing. And this is a special brain-based technique that actually allows us to stimulate both the thought region and the non-thought region where that limiting belief system is stored. Um, And our brain's not very good at multitasking. So because we're activating both parts of the brain, it's actually straining the here and now part of the brain where that traumatic experience is being held um, and actually allows the brain to begin to release that. So that memory, uh, which isn't stored like a normal memory, will then be allowed to move to the part of the brain where our verbal memory um, and more normal memory is housed. Um, So they're definitely, that's another great thing about this is that even though, you know, trauma and adversity, it's terrible. We never want anybody to have those experiences. And, you know, the research tells us we all do. We've all experienced trauma and adversity. And in fact, a lot of us have experienced more than one instance of trauma or adversity. Um, Mm -hmm. But the, the silver lining here, again, is that brain change is possible and we can give ourselves the gift of healing. Um, You know, it's, it's, to me, I always visualize, you know, at times it's almost like we sit in a cell 
and, and don't realize that we have the key. And that's what I love about what I do is that I can teach people. You can let yourself out whenever you're ready, you know, um, because you truly do hold the key uh, to your healing. I love that. You can let yourself out whenever you're ready. Isn't exactly. that, isn't it that, our, when you're ready. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And it, isn't it just, to do it. but isn't that just, um, it's just a relief. It's a freedom. It's a freedom. You know, let yourself out when you're ready. It, it, and you're right. You have to be ready. You have to be the person that says, I'm ready to do this. There's been many times in my life I can look back and go, okay, I'm ready. Okay. I can do this. Okay. You know, and, and you know what? It's all about stepping outside that box and just going after yes. what you want to go after. Life mm-hmm. begins at the end of our comfort zone. I truly exactly. believe that. And, and you know, um, the, the healing process doesn't mean that it's going to be free of emotions or pain. But here's what I've learned about uh, sensations and emotions. We need them. They are, in fact, our brain and body's only way to communicate with us that something's not right. And, you know, it's kind of unfortunate because we live in a society that's all about immediate gratification, and it doesn't encourage people to actually be with their pain. And and in reality, if we're being honest, being with our pain is the only way to understand it and heal from it. Um, mm. Our body's trying to send us a message. When we're happy, when we're unhappy, our body or our brain is trying to communicate. And we really need to understand that if we mm. hope to um, prevent repeating that again and exactly. again. Exactly. And I think it's all about, like you said, everybody wants immediate gratification. When we're in pain, we don't want to be in pain. We want to be happy again. And so a lot of times when people are in pain, they'll look for something that's going to make them happy. Hence, they turn to mm-hmm. alcohol, drugs, whatever it is that they can get rid of that pain. But if they just would learn to come at peace with that pain, journal, do things that are going to make you feel better, not, not addiction-wise, but go for a walk, journal, do something that's going to make you live through it. And so because by forming addictions and those type of things, all you're doing is just being reclusive, and that pain will come back eventually. So the well, thing is, and, you and have here's to do the is really thing, though, that it. I like to point out with that addiction piece, people um, who are, have developed an addiction, number one, they're suffering from a disease. So mm-hmm. it's not just as simple as, you know, just making a different choice. It's actually right. altered that non-thought region of the brain, and the drug has become associated with their survival. Um, so the conscious part of the brain, that cortex, you know, can say, man, this is really bad for me. It's really bad for my relationships. You know, um, I could potentially die, all of these things, but that doesn't stop the non-thought region of the brain from sending the signal that says, hmm, if we don't have this, we're not going to survive. Another really key part of this and why self-care is so important and beginning to debunk myths around self-care is because when people are gambling, when people are compulsively online shopping or addicted to cell phones or addicted to drugs and alcohol, the uh, pathway that they're stimulating in their brain by doing those unhealthy behaviors is actually our social motivation system. So, we are hardwired for connection in the same way that we're hardwired for survival because for us as a social species, connection equals survival. But again, we live in a society where we're ever more disconnected from each other and so we're very lonely. And our society also, you know, leads us to believe that um, 
independence is synonymous with maturity. But in fact, that goes against everything our biology and neurology is all about. We need other people. And in fact, throughout our life, we grow through and toward relationship. Um, so what I found in my studies is that the opposite of addiction is not sobriety. The opposite of addiction is, is actually connection. Uh, so oh, that's kind interesting. of a perspective as well. Yeah. Uh huh. So the opposite of addiction is connection. I like that. Yeah, I like that yeah. a lot. Really now, Libby, we only have about three minutes that. until the end of the show already, and okay. it has went by. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have not learned anything from this show, wow, Libby is so <laughs> inspirational. First of all, but so knowledgeable about this topic, you can just hear the passion in her voice. So, Libby, what I ask all my guests is, if nobody else heard anything from the show, and I'm not sure how they didn't. What are some last parting words you could give to them? I think, you know, uh, to, to kind of top this off is that, you know, self-care is essential. You know, self-care is something that we need for our survival in order to be happy and healthy. So we need to stop being hard on ourselves about putting our self-care first. Um, mm-hmm. And I think another takeaway is that self-care is not just about you. You know, it really sounds like it is. But again, like I was just saying, as a social species, we are hardwired for relationships with other people. And we actually regulate and calm and feel accepted through relationships with others. So self-care is just as much about learning how to take better care of our relationships as it is about learning how to take care of our brains and bodies. So that would be a huge takeaway that I would want people to have today is kind of that understanding uh, that we need relationship. Exactly. So Libby, how can people get in contact with you? Um, I told them Facebook. Is there uh, email or anything you'd like to shout out to them? Of course. People are welcome to contact me at brainbasedcounseling.com. And I did want to share um, a special offer to your viewers. Again, Absolutely. I know you Definitely. Uh, yes, that I am uh, a clinical counselor. So I do offer uh, online counseling services to individuals living internationally, as well as in Ohio and North Carolina, where I have a valid clinical license. And so um, for the first five individuals who want to sign up with the telemental health, you're actually going to get a discounted rate. Um, you're going to get $100 off. So you would need to email me at brainbasedcounseling at gmail.com if you're interested in hearing more about that offer. And um, I'm also offering a, a consultation call. So they'd be able to get on the phone with me, learn more about what I do, how I approach things, um, so I could learn more about them as well and kind of go from there. So, And for anyone interested um, in booking me for a speaking event, they can also contact me at brainbasedcounseling at gmail.com. Perfect. Libby, thank you so much. Thank you for all your knowledge and your your wisdom today on the show. I so appreciate you for being my guest expert. Ladies and gentlemen, brainbasedcounseling at gmail.com. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming back this week and listening. And remember to reach your full potential, becoming bigger, better, bolder, and stronger with each and every day. You can also check out my website, johosman.com. And there I also have a free 15-minute discovery strategy session, which I know thank you all for um, coming forth and doing that. But also remember, you're stronger than what you give yourself credit for. So go out and be great today and be great always. And until next week, take care and God bless. Thank 
you for listening to Go For It. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Joe Hausman, on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great day and an even better week.